You're tuned in for your dosage of positivity, motivation, and success. I go by the name Lady T, and I want to welcome you to Sip of Tea, episode 22, Refinding Your Motivation While Combating Mental Health. I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. I feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. It feel like my life ain't mine. Before I begin today's episode, I want to take the time to shout out Glow Family and Syndicate Records for producing my very first official professional session. And you can hear it in my voice. I'm ecstatic. Be sure to check out the description for all their social and things and check out what they're doing in their own entrepreneurial ventures. So if you listen to episode 21, I almost had it and then I lost it. You'd have known that I recently lost my job. And when you recently lose your job or when life hands you any form of unexpected situation, you kind of have to sit and ponder, what next? What do you do next? How are you going to do it? How are you going to align it to what you already thought you were going to do? Is this the time to make a different step? Is it the time to make that pivot period that, you know, we spoke about on that last episode? So that brought me to today's episode, refinding your motivation while combating mental health. One thing about me is I'm always reflecting. I'm all about the growth journey and life's processes. So when I'm faced with unexpected hurdles, or when life hands me something that I might not be expecting, I go into my reflective state. And this time around, it brought me to the realization that next month would make two years since my commencement. I've been out of university for two years. And have I really accomplished all that I set out to do in those two years? Have I hit my marks? I've really been reflecting And it also made me realize that it's been two years since the start of Sip of Tea. Two years since graduating, two years since leaving school, two years since embarking on a new journey that I've grown to love so much. I'll never get tired of telling this story. The beginning, the birth of Sip of Tea. It all started in my last year of university on a radio show called Stay Woke. I got to voice my opinions publicly for the first time. I was able to empower and inspire my friends. I went out on the limb because a group of friends decided it would be something cool, something nice to try. I was already into parties and promotion and putting out one type of message. For once, I got to bring about something educational This was really for the culture. I was sad, however, when I graduated and couldn't continue that commute because I didn't have my car yet to drive back and forth to Niagara just to be on the radio for two hours. So I started submitting my sip of tea. Sip of tea was my own little dosage of positivity, motivation, and success. Sip of tea was my journey. Sip of tea is my journey. 
sip of tea is life as I'm experiencing it. And what I'm learning and the lessons that I get to share with anyone that's brave enough to press play, listen, and continue this episode or any episode for that matter. I love a sip of tea. I love this future that I'm able to create for myself, this brand that I'm building, this image, this repertoire. I love that I'm able to live and share from the eyes of Lady T. So when I think about it, when I reflect, I wonder, what's really stopping me? And that's when I realized that this battle, it was bigger than just me, myself. This battle was actually with me and my mental health. I wish it were easy to say that every time I sat down to record a podcast, it were easy. Or every time I tried to move a little bit more out of my comfort zone, that it was easy then. Each level in life that I strive to attain requires a little bit of a new self. It all requires a different level of tea at each new interval and each new change. It's been said that from the outside looking in, things are always seem to be easier. The grass is always greener on the other side. I didn't know the work that would go into creating a podcast brand when I started just submitting a sip of tea to Stay Woke Radio. I didn't know that now, today, I'd be sitting down with a group of my friends, mastering and editing and producing a professional episode that would be able to be streamed live on Google, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and God knows where else this could get to. I would have never thought, but it's not easy. It requires dedication. It requires overcoming. It requires change. And a lot of that change can impact your mental and your mental health. It is all a process. It's about learning to step out in faith and not live by fear. And each time I try to attain a new level, a new step, trust me, I feel bound by that same fear and that doubt that I'm talking about. Each time I have to trust the process again and step out in faith as I try to attain that new level. It's a journey. And quite frankly, it's a journey that I'm on right now. Refinding my motivation while also combating my mental health. Every time I start a new journey, I actually think about the very first live sip of tea episode, five tools for success. I mean, why not? This is something I want to be successful in. I want to refine my motivation. So why not frame my mind, you know, get organized, create a routine, get the right people in my circle and have fun while I am on this journey of refinding myself and refinding that motivation. But unfortunately, this time, that pathway is not really going to be the most linear one to getting the results that I want. This time around, I had to really reassess how I was going to be successful, how I was going to combat my mental health. Thinking about five tools for success and the first step being frame your mind made me realize if your mind is not in the greatest state to operate, how can you then get organized? 
I was missing the very first step of my own tips for success. I was going straight into the getting into routine. I knew what I wanted. I knew how it would look and how I could potentially accomplish it. But the motivation piece, the getting started, was not necessarily happening. I'd gone to this point where I was now one of the biggest procrastinators in my life. I have never procrastinated to this extent. Procrastination used to be do some work, keep a timeline, know your due date, know the end goal, but still work within that means. And I guess on your own personal journey, sometimes we don't really set due dates And the five tools for success definitely would have worked for university or an educational system where your blueprints and your pathways were already set out for you. So ideally, your targets were already in place. But when you're on a journey of finding yourself, when you are going down a road that is considered uncharted territory, the blueprint and those same tips for success might not apply so soon. As I said... We have to frame our mind. And honestly, I think that that's the hardest step. I know that for me it is. Remember early on I was talking about doubt and fear blocking me at every single interval and and levels and how I had to overcome it each time? Those things tend to play a role on our mental. We talk about healing and growing. There's obviously going to be triggers from our past. There's going to be times where we fall into certain roles and ways that lead us back down pathways that we thought we had turned away from or doors that might be trying to open back up that we honestly should just keep shut that back and forth can drastically affect you and that's why in today's episode i also didn't want to just talk about solely finding your motivation i wanted to talk about a deeper battle of finding your motivation and also battling your mental health. Your motivation is what inspires you, the things that we tell ourselves. It's a battle to tell yourselves all these great things and then also have something weighing on your shoulders. Before I continue, I actually want to just stop and make a clear distinction between firstly, mental health, which by definition is a person's condition with regards to their psychological and emotional well-being mental health is ideally about how we think feel and how we behave mental illness is a collection of mental disorders and mental disorders are usually diagnosed by a medical professional and those can be things that we know as anxiety and depression which are mood disorders schizophrenia which affects the psyche and things such as personality and eating disorders, which can be enhanced or affected based on our mental state of mind. The reason why I wanted to break those down was because I know that specifically in my community in African and Caribbean countries, there is a big stigma surrounding any discussion of mental health. I mean, we see it happen. One minute you're in the conversation and then it can go from zero to 100 so quick. You start off by talking about emotions and feelings and you know, not feeling well and just the basics regarding mental health and it goes on to mental illness so quickly and so many other things that you weren't expecting get 
thrown into the conversation as well. But let me reassure you that just because you are taking the proactive steps to ensure that your mental health is well taken care of, that does not mean that you are on the verge of having a mental illness. In fact, I feel as though the more proactive steps we take, the more aware we will be when or if we even get to being on the verge of being diagnosed with a mental disorder that could potentially lead to mental illness. You kind of see how far away we are, but yet that stigma stops us. And I'm going to get a bit more into this. And I am going to leave the research links also in the description so you can dive a bit more into it yourself. I am not a medical professional, but I experience things in my life. I like to do my research and I want to share. And these are all coming from the Canadian Mental Health Organization. And some other information came from WHO itself, which is the World Health Organization. So you can also do your own research. Now, I bet you didn't know, but last week was actually Mental Health Week here in Canada. And something else you probably didn't know is that one in five Canadians in any given year will actually experience mental health problems. Something that came from the World Health Organization was that in 2017, there was an estimated 10.7% of the world population, which is about 792 million people. 792 million people were reported to have lived with a mental health disorder. And it's also said that by the age of 40, almost 50% of Canadians would have been affected by mental health issues. That means that you probably know someone in your circle, in your family, or someone close by that is experiencing their own mental battles. Someone listening is probably like myself thinking, yeah, me. Now, I don't know about you, but these numbers were a bit shocking to me. And what's even worse is that these numbers could be greater. If you remember that stigma I talked about in the beginning or the middle of the episode, that same stigma is what causes the barriers to not only diagnosis and treatment, but also acceptance because many people are just too scared to step up. Finding your motivation while combating mental health is so important because you cannot frame your mind to find your motivation if your mental capacity was not in its greatest form to begin with. If you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you don't meet the basic needs at the bottom of the pyramid, we can't then go on to the end goal of self-actualization. Maslow's hierarchy goes physiological to safety, from safety to love and belonging. From there we head to esteem, and then our final top of the pyramid is self-actualization. We cannot become all that we want to be. We cannot be motivated to become all that we want to be if we don't have that safety and security need met. A part of our safety and our security is ensuring all aspects of our health needs are met. Our mental health is one of those things. Our mental health should be priority. It should come first before you even want to find motivation. How do you expect to continue the task if your mental is not greatest to bring you through it? 
I challenge you to do your research about mental health. Take time to make sure you are really okay, especially in this time right now with what's happening with the quarantine and the lockdown and COVID-19. A lot of people are saying, yes, they're okay, but take your time to do your soul searching and your reflecting. Make sure that when we come out of this lockdown, your mental was really taken care of so that you can move on to the greater that is coming for you. Remember, we almost had it and then you felt like you lost it, but sometimes we lose things for greater blessings. Slowing down and making sure your mental health is good is one of those ways to ensure that you are able to get your blessings when they start to flow in abundance. Check in on yourself. Make sure that your well-being is great. Be committed to yourself. You know that commercial, I don't remember, I don't think it's Allstate, but the one that says do what you need to do to graduate. Do what you need to do to ensure your happiness and your success in life. Do what you need to do to liberate yourself and ensure that you have mental freedom. I guarantee that once you do, you'll have less problems finding motivation and getting started. When it comes to me getting started and me combating my mental health, something that I have to remind myself is that it is a day-by-day journey. I also have to remind myself that my mental health and wellness shouldn't be something that I try to fix when it's out of whack. It should be something that I'm actively taking proactive steps to ensure that it is running at its greatest capacity. And it's actually crazy and so coincidental that I was actually talking to one of my friends prior while I was trying to find my motivation and get back into my routine. And my friend actually reminded me the importance of starting your day on the right foot. I knew it, but was I actively doing it? No. My friend made me realize that when you're sleeping, your body's kind of dead. And every day you have to pump new life back into your body. And I thought, wow, it is so true. Every day is its own battlefield. Every day you have to find new motivation. So why not start your day really on the right foot, getting a little bit of everything you need to revitalize your body and your energy so that your mind is clearer. And this week alone, I've been actively trying to bring and breathe life back into my morning routine because it had died a bit if I'm completely honest with you. And I've drastically been able to notice the change already with just seeing how much I'm able to accomplish now that I've had a good morning and I've started on the right foot with my day. Your main takeaways for this episode of Sip of Tea is to protect your mental and it is important. And you are not crazy or suffering from mental illness simply because you choose to actively ensure that your mental health and your energy is protected. Now that's all the tea for today. If you like this episode, be able to like and subscribe to Sip of Tea. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Tea Time Thursdays. All the information you need will be in the description below. This is your girl, Lady T, and I'm signing off. Until the next time. Spread your wings. Nothing is impossible, believe me.
Enough for flow like a river. Enough for flow like a river.